You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, everyone. Thanks again for joining us for another edition of Sassy Seniors. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson. It's been a while, so Happy New Year. I haven't had a chance to really say Happy New Year to all of our listeners, and I hope that 2011 is a good one for all of you. I want to start, normally we start the show talking about a wonderful dog that has made the headlines, but today I want to kind of start on a sad note. I want to take the time to remember a friend of the show, Don Sylvia Savitz. She died of respiratory failure earlier this month, and she was a true expert and leader in canine behavior. She was perhaps best known as the trainer to the late Senator Ted Kennedy's Portuguese water dogs, and of course, the official and the first trainer to the first dog, Bo Obama. I had the pleasure of interviewing Dawn on Pet Life Radio, as well as on my own website, arf.com she was a wonderful interview a wonderful woman she also came to st louis where i live and i also had the opportunity to interview her on my morning show she will truly be missed she was a true expert in her field so our thoughts and prayers go out to her family she died much too young at the age of 52 now on another note we're going to take a quick break and we are going to interview a man who has written a wonderful book. It's called Miracle Man, 100 Days with Oliver. We're going to talk to Robert Hawes after this short break. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. At Petco, we really love pets. There isn't anything we won't do to make sure they're getting the best products and the best care. So when you ask us a question like, So how do you feel about cat condos? We can say from experience, Feels like home. For her. Enter the code SASSY10, S-A-S-S-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. Celebrate your special occasion and give her this classic semi-eternity band created with one-carat brilliant diamonds channel set in 14-carat white gold. Exclusively yours from ICE.com. Free shipping over $150, free returns, and 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to ICE.com and use promo code ACTFP and get 20% off your purchase. Or use promo code ADTFP and get 20% off at Diamond.com. Ice.com or Diamond.com. Get 20% off from Pet Life Radio. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called InfoSeeds. InfoSeeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit PetLifeRadio.com. Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of InfoSeed or email us at PetLifeRadio.com. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. 
This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets, every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Pet Life Radio's Sassy Seniors. I'm Kelly Jackson, your host, and I'm so pleased to have an author, a businessman turned artist, turned author, I should say, in that order. He is Robert Hawes, and he has written truly a wonderful, beautifully written book. It's called Miracle Man, 100 Days with Oliver. Thanks for joining us, Robert. It's my pleasure, Kelly. Great to be aboard. Well, I know who the Miracle Man is, but our readers need to learn a little more about Mr. Oliver, one of six of your dogs, correct? That is right. That is right. Oliver was our first uh, rescue uh, of uh, six, and uh, that occurred uh, 15 years ago now. And Oliver quickly became our clan leader, and within a few months, he became uh, my best friend, and he's remained my best friend to this day, literally. Well, I am looking at your book right now, and since we are not a visual medium with, with the Pet Life Radio, I'm going to just describe what Oliver looks like, and then you can share what you think. He is a big, cute, fluffy ball of fur. He has gray fur now. I'm not. I think he. When you first got him, he was black. Is that right? He was black. He had uh, two white socks in the back and a white goatee. And a white chest, and the rest was uh, black, but black has uh, turned to gray over the years. Well, it's the cutest picture of him. He is walking on a beach. He has He's in a wheelchair, and he is smiling like any dog I've ever seen. Just a beautiful smile. So tell us about Oliver and, and why you wrote this book. Sure. Well, Kelly, what occurred uh, about a year and a half ago now, almost two years ago, was an accident which at the time uh, I thought as the beginning of a tragedy. Oliver fell down an embankment when we were out in California. He was almost 14 at the time, and when he landed, he was paralyzed in the back. Uh, and we had him uh, treated out in California, but he needed a specialist. He was really fighting for his survival. And fortunately, there was a neurology specialist here in Dallas. We flew back to Dallas, which is our home, uh, and had Oliver examined. And at the time of his examination, it was discovered that he had a lung disease, which is usually fatal in dogs, particularly older dogs. Uh, and he was immediately taken into intensive care. And things went from bad to worse to the unthinkable in a matter of 24, 48 hours. And I was faced with the prospect of losing my best friend. And while Oliver was in intensive care, I visited him frequently. At first, uh, there was very little recognition. He was hooked up to 
intravenous feeding tubes and heart monitors and an oxygen chamber. And I told Oliver I just wanted him to live a hundred days. And if he would live a hundred days, I would write a journal entry about him every one of those days. And that one day we would walk this beach together, which you describe on the front cover of the book, which is on a tiny little island in the Caribbean where Oliver and I had journeyed before. Uh, and uh, one miracle after another brought him out of ICU. The lung disease was treated and he got rid of it. Uh, and he began some back leg motion and... Uh, Oliver and I went on this 100-day journey together, and I think I learned a lot more about myself than I did about uh, uh, treating an elderly dog. So, Robert, why 100 days? In the book, you said, well, 30 days doesn't seem like enough. 300 may be pushing it. So how did you come to the number 100? Well, I think that people from the investment business, such as myself, think in round numbers. So uh, when I was uh, praying for enough time to spend more and more time with him and appreciate the, the brilliant life that he had led and just more time to bond with him, uh, presumably uh, before an ending that seemed uh, very imminent, I felt if I had roughly three months, roughly 100 days, that it would provide the kind of bonding time to appreciate uh, one of the things in life that we often take for granted, and that is just how fragile life is for ourselves, for our pets. Uh, and uh, I, I said to Oliver, just give me 100 days. That's all I want, uh, and, and we will be together uh, like never before. Oliver came into your life. He was a puppy back in 95. He was three months old, and you call him your first son, and he's truly an alpha dog in your household, right? He is. He's, uh, he's only 20 pounds, but he's a tough 20 pounds. Uh, and we added five other dogs along the way. Uh, and uh, Oliver maintained uh, the, the throne as the clan leader, even though the others were, were usually bigger. Uh, but he and I just uh, became very, very close. I'm a very private person even though I lead a fairly public life. Uh, but I could always confide in Oliver. I felt close to Oliver. I would talk to Oliver. Oliver would talk back to me in a language <laughs> that I could understand. And uh, we just uh, maintained that bond uh, throughout uh, what are now 15 years of his life. So how has this changed? I'll ask you how it's changed you in a little while, but how has this accident that he had, how has it changed Oliver? Is he a different dog or is he the same dog with a few challenges? I think Oliver has used the same traits that he had before the accident. He, he was a mentally uh, tough dog. He was a proud dog, very, very intelligent. Uh, he would take on uh, challenges uh, and attempt to overcome them, whether that was another dog trying to get on our property, even if the dog outweighed him five to one. But I think what's changed in Oliver, which is a wonderful change, is this occurred right before his 14th birthday. And he was in a period of decline, as, as our senior uh, four-legged citizens are when they get to be that age. And what this really allowed him to do was to start over again on some of the things that a young dog 
uh, handles, such as beginning to walk and, and the challenges of physical rehab. And he, he began to get better as opposed to declining. So I think Oliver actually rejuvenated himself in the process of a challenge, a physical challenge. He was also going blind from cataracts. His hearing was disappearing. But he really did take on this challenge of trying to bring himself back. And he did a magnificent job at it. You know, that's such a good point. In one part of your book, you're at home and um, you guys are just relaxing some of the few times because you're such a busy person. But you looked over at Oliver's wheelchair and you say that you kind of grew a fondness for his wheelchair. For two things, his wheelchair and for the hydrotherapy tank that truly aided in, um, in his recovery. No question about it. I was sitting around one day and uh, I remember I was glancing at the TV as the Dallas Cowboys lost another football game, which is uh, not an unusual <laughs> occurrence uh, down here in Texas. And I just looked at his wheelchair. In this wheelchair, we got a little Texas license plate on it that says Oliver. And I looked at that wheelchair and it was like a feeling of appreciation inside that without that wheelchair, Oliver could not have moved. And it was custom fitted for him and he did take to it. Some dogs do not. And that wheelchair gave him something that all of the wonderful vets that we've had the pleasure of working with and all the medications and so forth could not give him. And, and that is, it gave him mobility, it gave him self-esteem, it gave him an opportunity to head the clan again. And I just looked at that wheelchair and I just felt appreciation for it. And the same for this big tub of water, which is his hydrotherapy tank, Calling it a big tub of water probably understates the technology behind it. But inside this tank, Oliver is suspended in a harness. There's a treadmill underneath. The water fills up to his shoulder and gives him buoyancy. But once that treadmill starts, he needs to move his, his back legs and his front legs, and he does. And that big tub of water has allowed him to build up his endurance and his front leg strength, some movement in his back. And that's been critical to his survival because he needs that strength to pull himself around in a wheelchair. When Ollie's in the wheelchair, it's like you and me being in a wheelbarrow. Mm -hmm. And we just would have our front arms, our mm -hmm. two arms, to pull us around. And we need a lot of strength. And this contraption has helped him with that strength. And, and how is he um, getting around these days? Is the wheelchair slowing him down at all? From the, from the look on the cover of the book, it looks like he's going at a pretty good pace. Well, Oliver has, like all of us, he has his great days and his slower days. But, mm -hmm. for example, I flew in uh, from Istanbul. I had some business in Istanbul. And I flew in last night, and Oliver was t a bit tired. But we hadn't walked together in a week. And I took him on a walk, and I thought, well, you know, if we go for a three- or four-minute walk, that would be great. Oliver went for about a 15-, 20-minute walk oh my uh, goodness. through grass and, and mulch, and I'd hold on to the leash so he wouldn't tumble into the pond behind our house and so forth. But he was very vigorous, and I thought, this is great. I have, you know, I haven't seen him in a week, and I thought, you know, maybe uh, he, he would uh, go the other way on me. But he just, he seemed thrilled to be back in my company and to be walking around the, the pond together. 
So Oliver just has one miracle in his pocket after another. He is a miracle man. Well, what we're going to do is take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to learn a little bit about you and how Oliver and his situation and how he came into your life, how he has changed you. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Robert Haas. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to 1-800-PETMEDS.com forward slash sassy, S-A-S-S-Y, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PETMEDS.com. There's a movement afoot, ShoeBuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop ShoeBuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. ShoeBuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code SASSY, S-A-S-S-Y, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at ShoeBuy.com. the question, what do I want, what do I need, I'll take affection, I really should mention, I need time, I need love, I crave attention. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Hi, this is Tim Link, host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Join me as we feature interviews with best-selling pet-related authors, award-winning writers, and journalists, and bloggers. And we'll tell stories about the animals and interesting topics about the animals in our lives. Each of the interviews will give you a first-hand knowledge about why the authors and writers chose a particular story, what the feature animals meant to them, and what has become of those animals that we've talked about. And of course, I'll also share stories from my own books, blogs, articles, and experiences. So be sure to join me and the writers and authors on Animal Rights. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet 
Welcome back, everyone. My guest today is Robert Haas. He is the author of a new book. It's called Miracle Man, 100 Days with Oliver. Oliver being his 15-year-old dog who took quite a tumble in California, causing his hind legs uh, to be paralyzed. But it's not slowing him down. Even though he is a senior dog, this little fella can really move around and he's really I'm sure changed your life and your wife and your daughters but I want to kind of take you back because you are as I mentioned earlier a businessman turned artist and a now author but you're you're Ivy League educated you not only went to Harvard but you went to Yale you made a boatload of money <laughs> with the buyout acquiring uh, Dr. Pepper and 7up and A&W with some other brands and then you reinvented yourself I believe was it in the '80s when you became an aerial photographer? Actually, it was in the in the uh, late 1990s and early uh, 2000s. Okay, so that was around the time that Oliver came into your life too, right? When you started the, the aerial photography. That's right. That's right. Oliver has been my guidepost on uh, how to take pictures from a helicopter. <laughs> and you're not just taking any kind of pictures. I mean, your photos have been in National Geographic, Time, CNN, and and I know I'm leaving some things out for CBS Sunday Morning, which is one of my favorite shows. But what made you want to reinvent yourself? Well, I think you alluded to the fact that I had been very, very fortunate in business, and I do mean that. I, I think that uh, our small firm here in Dallas had caught a couple of very good tailwinds at the time that the private equity business was in its infancy, and it did allow me, uh, after about uh, a couple decades in that business, but when I was still relatively young, I was only 40, to look around and say, is this what I want to do the rest of my life? I've been very, very fortunate and very blessed, and uh, there must be other things to do. And I started to uh, develop an interest in photography. When I took my first trip to Africa, I didn't even own a camera. Uh, and I was 47 years old. So I started at the very, very bottom, a real neophyte, and uh, eventually uh, started hopping on helicopters with more sophisticated gear. And uh, my work came to the attention of National Geographic, and I ended up doing uh, nine books, uh, five of which were with National Geographic, and then there were the television documentaries and the exhibits around the world that you allude to. So it, it has been a wild ride. I've been extremely blessed in what I've uh, been able to do and uh, the, the time that this has allowed me to devote to passionate pursuits. And one of my passions is my dogs, and uh, that includes Oliver and his clanmates. And then I began to think in terms of writing as a serious third career once uh, Miracle Man was being drafted. I find that truly amazing that you really hadn't picked up a camera until, you know, we went to Africa and you have such a distinguished career with your aerial photography. What's it like, though, when you're gone, because you just got back from Istanbul, what's it like when you're, you're gone for stretches of time? And then when you come back home and you see your pets, because I think pets put everything into perspective, no matter where you are in life, they just kind of, they, they really ground you. 
They do. I, I think that uh, it's interesting because when I would go on these two or three week shoots and usually to very remote places and the shoots are relatively dangerous because you're uh, going into wild uh, zones, you're hanging out of a helicopter with just a harness attached to you. So it isn't like taking pictures at a birthday party. It's a, it's a serious undertaking. And when I would leave, I would uh, have a very deep sense of melancholy. I didn't know if I would see all the members of the clan when I got back. And Oliver, as you know from reading the book, has had a series of health crises. So leaving him and worrying that maybe I was seeing him for the last time made my departure uh, a tough experience. But then when I would come back and I would go into the kitchen or go outside and there were the guys and they would just overwhelm me even before I had taken a shower, which I can assure you my wife did not overwhelm me until after I took a shower. Uh, and the guys loved the smells of you know these distant zones that were on my jeans and, and my duffel bag and all that. It was the most amazing feeling. I had that last night when I was just gone for a week, and I just sat on the floor, and I let them jump all over me and lick me and bump into me and so forth. <laughs> it's the greatest feeling in the world. It brings you back to what's really important in life, the love, the companionship, the simple things. Well, you know, our show is obviously we focus on our older pals, our older buddies, and with six dogs, it sounds like you have uh, – I know Oliver, I know Elmer, who is Oliver's close pal. How many of your pets are considered seniors? How many are, are past six or seven? Well, actually, we, we lost the one female in the clan just a few months ago. Aww. That was Chloe. And that was an extremely tough uh, experience. Chloe was 13 at the time of her passing, and she, she got a pancreatic disease. And uh, the others are all rather elderly. Actually, one has a birthday uh, tomorrow, but they're now 15, 14, 11, 10, except for the puppy. Uh, the puppy mm -hmm. Cooper is four, so he's probably the next uh, generation. But, but working with and playing with and living with older dogs, uh, I think, is an incredible experience. In many ways, I think we learn a lot more with our older dogs, our senior citizens, than we do with the younger ones. Because in, in their older years, they begin to teach us things. They teach us how to prepare for losing a loved one. They teach us to look ahead to our own inevitable uh, decline. They teach us to savor the time that we're given with them. And I think you can see in the book that Oliver was teaching me all of those things. Absolutely. And I'm sorry to hear about Chloe. I'm so sorry to oh, hear about her. She, we visited, Oliver and I uh, visited uh, her gravesite uh, last night. Uh, oh. And uh, the one thing I can say, there, there is no pain like losing, I think, a pet or a child or a parent. But the one thing I'm beginning to realize is that the memories that they've left with you and the impact they've had on your life create a little pinch of immortality that these uh, these pups have. And uh, Chloe, uh, you, you could have named your show after Chloe. She was a sassy senior. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Robert, I'm going to read a passage, page 78 of your book, because I love okay. this. 
In the aftermath of Oliver's accident, I was sometimes left to wonder what could possibly have prepared him to endure the physical pressure that had imploded on his life. Two successive bouts with the misdirected immune system, the gradual loss of virtually all his sight and hearing, and then his partial paralysis. And yet there stood Oliver without the essential accoutrements of his inheritance as a great wolf demonstrating the most amazing grace under pressure. Well, I appreciate your reviewing that passage and reading that passage. I get a little bit of a lump in my throat when I hear or read that passage myself. And it's true, Oliver did and has demonstrated tremendous grace grace under pressure. And I think we all come under the pressure eventually of physical decline or injury. It's just part of the life we live. It's part of the life that our loved ones live. And the one thing I've noticed about Oliver, I noticed this as a wildlife photographer, and that is animals seem to have an incredible capacity to adapt and to seek a new level of happiness, even though they've been compromised physically. And you see that in the wild. You see that with wolves and with lions and with leopards. Because in the wild, if you are injured or you have a physical problem, if you don't adapt, you die. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think animals carry with them an ability to adapt. And, And Oliver today... Uh, only has partial use of his back legs. He can barely see. He can just barely hear. Uh, And yet, he is an incredibly happy guy. And I have learned so much from looking at him and recognizing that this is just part of the life process. And particularly for your listeners who have older dogs, I think it's very instructive for us to watch how those dogs or cats find a new level of happiness with a different body and that certainly has been part of the lesson I've taken away from my my love relationship with Oliver. Beautifully said. Okay, so take us to the 100th day when you are on the beach and what's it like? You know, that 100th day could not have been staged better if it were a Hollywood uh, movie. (laughs) Oliver and I uh, have gone down to this tiny little island in the British West Indies, along with my wife and kids and dogs, uh, every year a couple of times, and it is his favorite place in the world. He loved to walk along the beach when he could see everything. It's a tiny island. There's virtually no one there. When he could hear the waves pound, And we would sit there uh, and we would share a Corona together. And uh, my job is to take care of the inside of the bottle and Ollie licks the outside of the bottle. And uh, we moved uh, our site of uh, family vacation for this particular year where the 100th day was going to occur for the holidays at the end of the year to Parrot Key. And uh, which is the name of this tiny little island. And we actually named our home there uh, Oliver's Cove. Uh, so he was uh, famous before he was famous for having a piece <laughs> of land uh, named after him. And once we got down there, every day we would do what we had done for years. We would walk the beach together. And on the 100th day, we just sat at the pier and we looked out at the ocean, we walked the beach, we shared a corona together, and it was 
a journey that I felt we both deserved credit for having made it to 100 days. Uh, we both had devoted ourselves to each other. It was just an exquisite moment. I will tell you that I smiled, I cried, and uh, Oliver just seemed to appreciate the joy of being alive. It was uh, one of the greatest days of my life. And the picture on the cover of your book really does tells it all. He's it's just the cutest little doggy smile that he has on his face, you know. He's just he, I, loving it, life. It is. It, it, that image, and I've taken several hundred thousand images for National Geographic and uh, had the good fortune to publish quite a few in a lot of different countries. But if you ask me, if you tell me I only get to keep one picture and everything else is, is going to be absconded with, that would be the picture I would keep because it tells it all. Here's a dog in a wheelchair. He's running along a beach. Uh, his hair is being ruffled by the wind, and his mouth is open. His little pink tongue is there, <laughs> and he looks like the happiest uh, two-legged or four-legged uh, being alive. And uh, that was taken on about the 95th or 96th day. It was taken on this trip, and... Uh, on the other side of the book, as you know, on the back cover is mm -hmm. Oliver from the back <laughs> staring out at the ocean with his little license plates, Oliver, uh, visible. It is absolutely adorable. Well, it's been such a pleasure talking with you. I have a couple of other questions, though, before we wrap up. Sure. What, um, what is next for you and um, Oliver? And I also understand that my friends at the Humane Society of the United States, they're going to include uh, copies of your book um, at the Genesis Awards, right, in L.A.? That's right. The uh, Humane Society of the United States, uh, with whom I've maintained a close relationship, uh, has honored Oliver and me by including uh, our book uh, as the uh, giveaway to over a thousand people who will be at the Genesis Awards in March celebrating the 25th uh, anniversary of the Genesis Awards, which are granted to people in the media who have uh, created something that relates to animal welfare. So we're looking forward to that. I think in terms of what's next, in terms of our life together, we take it uh, one day at a time. As I mentioned to you, we've now passed 500 days. Our 500th day after ICU, after intensive care, was on Saturday, a monumental uh, milestone for us. So I know I'm 400 days into the gravy zone, and I take <laughs> each day uh, as it comes. Uh, and I appreciate the moments that I have uh, with Oliver. In terms of what's next, uh, this book was a bit of a departure for me. I've been doing photography books for about 10 years. Uh, I enjoyed writing this. And this has led to another thought in my mind, and that is how the lessons uh, that I've learned from animals in the wild and animals in my backyard have applicability in the business zone. So I've started to draft a book about what I've learned from animals that I've used in my life as a businessman, a negotiator, an investor. And at first, you'd think those two worlds have virtually nothing to do with overlapping. But business is all about survival. And the one thing our animals know how to do, as, as we've shown in Miracle Man, 100 Days with Oliver, animals know how to survive. And in their survival, there are lessons that we can all apply in our life. 
Absolutely. And I highly recommend this to everyone, regardless of what age your animal is. It's truly a life lesson. And it's a beautiful book. I loved it. Totally, totally loved it. Thank you, Kelly. You know, the probably the most gratifying part of writing this book once it was released, the most gratifying book part was being able to write the book because Oliver did survive this long. But the number of letters and emails that I've received from people with dogs who are 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 years old who are still alive or who have just passed away has been so enormously rewarding. People who have come back to me and said, from your book, I took such a different perspective on my own animal or I share your perspective. That's Mm -hmm. been the best part of writing this book. Well, I'm glad that you were able to write it, seriously. And maybe, who knows, maybe there's a part two, 500 Days with Oliver. (laughs) We'll call it Marathon Man. (laughs) (laughs) And it should be, absolutely. Marathon Man, Miracle Man, Oliver, Pack Leader, whatever you want to call him, he is amazing. He's the man. Yes. And we thank you for sharing his story and your story, both of your stories, with us. Kelly, it's been an absolute pleasure. All right. And that does it for another edition of Sassy Seniors. And if you can get this book, I highly recommend it. Can people get it on Amazon or in bookstores? Or They can. Uh, probably the easiest place to get it is on Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, Oliver has his own website, which is <gasps> MiracleMan-Oliver. And uh, www.MiracleMan.com. Dash Oliver.com. And you can talk to Oliver on there, and also you can order the book right from there. I love that. I love he has his own and website. And he answers all his fan mail. He asked he me does? to help him out with it. <laughs> every every <laughs> Gmail that he gets, every email that he gets, and his email address is listed on the site. Uh, he answers. I, I help him a little with the spelling, but he answers it. I love it. That's great. Okay. Thanks again, Robert Hawes. My pleasure, Kelly. Be well. You too. And that does it for another edition of Sassy Seniors. You can also catch me on my own website and my own little dog, my 14-year-old dog, arf.com. That's double A-R-double-F.com. As always, thanks, you guys, for joining us. We'll see you back here for another edition coming up. Have a good one. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.